0: Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in to All Things Division III Soccer with Simple Coach and Jackie. I am Simple Coach. That there is Jackie, who's a little bit startled today because we got some thunder rolling through, some thunder. Hey, it is July 4th as of this recording. I was kind of gearing up for some different things, and I decided to do a quick episode of Around D3, where I just sort of capture some news that I've been seeing um, over the past few weeks and bring them to you in a show. So I got a lot of, got some not so good news, got some uh, sad news got some other good news and um yeah and I'm basically gearing up for for the fall right on anti-social media I'm seeing all the committed players and, and schools announcing who will be joining their programs I'm seeing schedules being released and quite frankly I'm getting anxious um Got about a month and a half before players uh, report to camp. So really getting excited here and starting to get into the fall season frame of mind. So thanks for joining. Here we go. So let's start off with some not so great news. Sorry to say. Um, You all know um, that we're losing three... Storied programs um, going into next year that they're shutting their doors. So, Finlandia, Casanova, and Madai um, will be shutting their doors this year, sadly. Got news uh, just came out um, last week, week and a half ago, that Cabrini University is going to be sold to Villanova University. And Cabrini men's and women's programs and all athletics will be competing one last year as Cabrini and thereafter, uh, it will be Villanova university's law school. Um, so, uh, sadly a fourth program, um, that I'm aware of that will be, we will be losing in the next year. So, um, it's a shame because I um, have the gear and, and was wanting to do an interview. I also have the um, the fields of dreams that I did from Cabrini, um, really unique school. But um, I guess, um, you know, COVID, the decline in enrollment, and sort of the typical stories that you're hearing out of these schools um, um, is no different at Cabrini than it was at Finlandia, Casanova, or Madai. And so... Just um you know some an unfortunate turn of events, having said that, do have some good news um, University of Wisconsin River Falls will be starting a men's soccer program, so um they will be along with baseball, they're adding men's soccer um to their array of varsity sports, so that is definitely some some really great news. Along with the University of Hartford, will be officially a member of Division Three. They'd previously been a Division One school. I think the last year, maybe because of the transition, they didn't have the greatest of years. But um, in twenty in the fall, they will be joining the Commonwealth Coast Conference. With the likes of Endicott, Roger Williams, Western New England, Suffolk, Nichols, Gordon, Wentworth, Curry, and University of New England. So, um, losing some, adding a couple, which is always great to see. Salve Regina, um, that was part of the CCC, is actually moving to the new MAC, which gave this allowed. Um, Hartford to join the Commonwealth Coast Conference. So, um, another news: a school that was looking to become Division Three, um, an outstanding NCCAA school, uh, Bob Jones University, that I think just last year won the national championship, has since pulled back from Division, going to Division Three, and will remain a um, NCCAA school. Um, the, what I had read is that, um, they were struggling to find a, um, a conference to join that would have been, um, acceptable to them. So anyhow, um, shame, because I do know, again, uh, as a Christian college in the NCCAA, uh, they follow a Tradition as storied as as Messiahs, and um, in some respects took the baton from them when uh, Messiah went to Division three. so um, they will not be joining Division three. Oh well, you know when I was going through the recruiting process, you got some phone calls, you sent and received a whole bunch of letters, maybe got a T-shirt in the mail, and then maybe if you were lucky, you went on a college visit, and that's how I landed at University of Mount Union. Just through happenstance. The better way is if you were recommended by a friend who went to school. You had a you know a high school coach or a club coach who knew somebody. You were seen if you were lucky enough to play in a on a pretty competitive high school team, or you went to one of the few you know club tournaments around there. I mean, the Pocono Cup was the place to play uh, back in the eighties. You know, but truth be told, nowadays you're competing for roster, roster spots with guys you've never seen, you've never played against, you don't know, and can be from anywhere across the country. You know, so you have to have your own recruiting process button tight if you want to land a roster spot. And and you know this the college recruiting process can be pretty overwhelming. There's a ton of paid services out there that that, you know, you know do what they do um, but truth be told you don't necessarily need them um, to to get recruited you know you could you could do it all yourself unfortunately there's tools out there so you know one of those tools and a great starting point is to check out discover college soccer study table now i've interviewed matt bear who's the founder of discover college soccer before really great guy um, and you've probably seen his podcast. I've referred to it and recommend anybody to go to check out his interviews with coaches at all levels. That is specifically designed to talk about the recruiting process and the different different college programs. He's not talking about himself. He's letting the coaches speak. So, with all of that information that he's gathered, you know, he's put together this study table. Um, that is a program to help you with the rec- your recruiting process. That's complete with video course on um, the recruiting process from start to finish. He he has these uh, that are updated spreadsheets that are updated monthly, uh, you know, with contact information and details about every program in the country. That alone is worth its weight uh, in salt. He has a bunch of other resources, email templates, checklists to help you guide you through your own process. Now, you get, the best part is whereas you can pay thousands of dollars to some of these recruiting services, you can get a lifetime subscription to the study table for less than one night in a tournament hotel. You know that the, the best part of it is that matt has his own soccer experience he's a former college player and college coach he's talked to over 150 coaches in the just the last year and he he, he has some great insights and has created something that i think is probably very very useful to uh, a lot of you and and best of all you get to save time and save money now look I don't recommend people that I don't know or I haven't come to know. You know, I've talked to, to Matt, as I mentioned, on, on a number of occasions, and he's probably has the most inf- insightful and I'll just say thorough understandings of the recruiting process. Not because he's made it up, but because he's asked the asked coaches across the, co- the, the college game. And he's taken all of that figured out what the best recommendations from all of those discussions that he had and, 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 and put that together into uh, the study table. So if you don't want to spend thousands on recruiting, uh, on a recruiting service, uh, and you have the mind to do it yourself, the Discover College Soccer Study Table is for you. So in the description, you can find a link um, that will get you 20% off on a lifetime subscription. Or if you go to discovercollegesoccer.com, click on the study table to register and use the discount code simple, um, you get to save 20% on your subscription. So with that, good luck. All right, so how excited am I? I'm already starting to fill up my calendar for games that, um, um, for the first weekend that I will be able to catch or want to catch, um, for a variety of reasons. You know, there are some great games that are starting that'll be kicking off the season that I just, um, makes me super excited. So, you know, I, On September 1st, I got three games that, you know, how can I miss? National champions Chicago face-off against St. Olaf at St. Olaf. And so um, that's a a humdinger if I've ever seen one. Another one on September 1st makes me want to drive out to Ada, Ohio to see the Kenyan men's team who will have a new coach by then um, face off against Ohio Northern um, uh, and like I said at Ada Ohio and then another game that I would love to go see is on the women's side Susquehanna versus Misericordia at Misericordia. Uh, both, of, both teams with some outstanding seasons um, that um, I'm sure this will be a great great competitive match to open it up so on September second, I got a game that I um I'm um, that I think is going to be a, a pretty interesting matchup against two distinct teams. Catholic University will be hosting Messiah um, in DC, and I'm interested to see what how Messiah looks coming off of that. But I still think it was an outstanding season last year and. Um, I would have tabbed as one of the two best teams um, um, still in the country. Um, Just remarkable, along with Chicago, obviously. And I was hoping that that would have been the final because I think it would have been a really, really interesting matchup. So that's on September 2nd. On September 3rd, I'm probably going to have to do a lot of driving. On the women's side, you have Johns Hopkins facing off against Scranton. At Johns Hopkins, you have Mary Washington facing Johns Hopkins at Mary Washington on the men's side. Again, Mary Washington um, making it to the the semis, and you know Johns Hopkins with the outstanding season that they had as well. So that that should be a pretty pretty crazy game, and then. Again, another September 3rd matchup um, against two outstanding teams. Case Western, the runners-up on the women's side, facing off against the outstanding women's team at Ohio Northern. So um, I'm not saying that one of these games is going to make my game of the week, but they're definitely in the running. So um, I'm going to um, have to sort that out, which is – by the way, something I will be doing. So once we get closer, I think I'll do a, a Game of the Week segment where I just talk about the two teams um, that um, make my Game of the Week. And, yeah, so 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 we'll see how that goes. You know, finally, this is the sort of thing that I hate doing. I've had to do it a couple times already. That just coincidentally, the timing of it. Um, and I'm sure some of you have seen the news um sad news. Um and you hate to see it for such a young guy. Melvin Molina, the outstanding, outstanding midfielder for Concordia University, passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, um yeah, you, you know, such a, a bright light taken so early um it is sad for, for everyone. So, you know, I've said it before, I believe in the power of prayer. So I hope those of you Um, so willing and able to say some prayers for Melvin Molina, the Concordia university community, and, and of course his family, um, you know, he left an indelible mark on the field, on the program and, and, and all of Concordia. And, and I'm, I'm sure those who knew him, um, he will be, um, sadly missed. So, um, with that, um, I think I'll wrap up today and, and, um, Yeah. Um, Prayers out to the Molina family and Concordia University. See you next time.